Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Clear Cut Sports. I'm your host, Seth. Thanks for tuning in today on a Wednesday edition, which, of course, means it is a double-header, double-dip edition of Clear Cut Sports with another episode coming out uh, later this evening. Hope everyone's doing well today. <clears throat> and as for the this um, this episode, it's going to be mainly focused on ESPN's um, redraft. Um, they they went through <clears throat> and uh, rather than you know just drafting uh, guys out of college, they went through and drafted um, the whole NFL, so you could draft anybody you want sort of thing and uh, if you haven't seen this yet it's very simple to find just kind of look it up and it should be there but I have a couple of key takeaways um from from the uh, from this redraft so let's get into it now So I'm looking down the list here. You know, Cincinnati takes Mahomes, of course, number one. Washington, Wilson, Detroit takes Lamar Jackson. The Giants take uh, Deshaun Watson. So most of the, you know, quarterback is the best position you want to draft, of course, if you can. Um, it's probably the most important position on the field. So why wouldn't you? So I'm looking here. Okay, there's, <clears throat> there's okay, there's Drew Brees. Uh, Dak Prescott, which I'm going to get into here in a second, at nine. Uh, Carson Wentz, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Drew Locke, okay, I mean, who's ta- Kyler Murray, Teddy Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, there's Baker Mayfield at 21. Now, you may think, well, 21st overall draft, you know, that's that's pretty good, right? And I would agree with you. Getting drafted 21st overall is you means you're one of the 21 best players in the NFL, which Baker is not. But you know, for need if you start it fresh, you need a quarterback. He might crack the top 30 or 50, maybe. But <clears throat> take a look at these guys that are ahead of him. So, like I said, uh, Baker Mayfield's at 21, 19, Jimmy Garoppolo. Huh. 18, Teddy Bridgewater. Hmm. 17, Kyler Murray. 16, Matt Ryan. 15, Drew Locke. And then 13, Joe Burrow. All quarterbacks that ESPN has ranked ahead of Baker Mayfield. Huh. So what does this say about Baker Mayfield? First and foremost, it says this year coming up for Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns is crucial. Baker Mayfield has to step up this year. He has to. His rookie season, you know, he he played very well with a few antics. Last season, not so well. Still with some antics. You know, he said in the offseason, um, said something like, it's time to stop talking and start playing, or, you know, whatever it was. I could not agree more. But if you if he has another year like last year, 
Cleveland isn't going to stand for that. Not with the talent they've accumulated. You're going to have a healthy Odell Beckham Jr., a healthy Jarvis Landry. You just signed Austin Hooper. You got Nick Chubb, who's one of the best young running backs in the league. So your offense is good, and your one hole last year was left tackle. You addressed that in the draft. You got David Njoku, another good young tight end. My point being, your offensive line is there. Your wide receivers are there. Your tight ends are there. You got two excellent running backs. I didn't even mention Kareem Hunt, who's if he's coming off as your third down guy, that's a you're laughing. The only question mark is now quarterback. If we see another uh I don't what were they last year? I'm gonna look it up real quick. What was it, six and ten? What was it here? Okay. Six and ten. If we see another six and ten year, or anything below 500, who do you think people are going to blame, and rightfully so? Not even to mention... You just got to – Freddie Kitchens, you know, he was clearly not ready to be a head coach. That was a, never going to work. But now we have Kevin Stefanski from the Minnesota Vikings, who I like a lot. I think he's going to be a great head coach. Yes, it's going to be his first year as a coach. He was a coordinator. But still, if Baker doesn't perform, what are we going to say? And then people may have questions about their defense, but I kind of like their defense. But it's just, it's going to come all on Baker's shoulders now. Baker, remember, Baker was drafted with Josh Allen, who just took his team to the playoffs and played very well last year. Finished, I think it was 11 and 5. Heavy favorites to win the AFC East this year. With Lamar Jackson, who I, I you know, people probably didn't expect to see this, but. League MVP, first uh, first overall in the AFC last year. With a Sam Darnold, who people like more than I do, but he's still consistent. He was he's been hurt a couple of times, but what do you do? With those three guys and Josh Rosen, but he's he's wasting away in Miami. Hopefully, somebody takes a chance on him soon. Point is, all of these other guys are having relative success. Some a lot more. Baker Mayfield was drafted first overall, remember. First, the Cleveland Browns said, we think this guy is going to be the best quarterback out of this draft. So far, I don't think so. So, and I wonder how much of this ranking is from not on-the-field issues, but off-the-field issues. We know Baker has a, a history of, you know, we've seen him in college there when he did that, the, the um, I don't know how to say it politely, but the, the uh, signal with his hand near his uh, 
breadbasket area. And we've seen him, you know, talking a lot about teammates. And so I like that he said it's time to start playing. I really do. But if he, if he can put that into words, like I said, ESPN has Teddy Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray a lot. But Drew Locke, some of these guys that haven't proved themselves yet ahead of Baker Mayfield. And Teddy Bridgewater, who's, you know, he's, he's a game manager. He's a good quarterback. But essentially they're saying that's what Baker is. He's not on that level yet. So Baker Mayfield, enough's enough. It's time to start playing. Going back to what I mentioned earlier, of course, ESPN, they had to do this. They had to put Dak Prescott at nine. Of course. So I'm going to read off the, the, the one to nine here. Like us go. Patrick Mahomes to Cincinnati, of course. Russell Wilson, the second. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, first four quarterbacks. Aaron Donald's five, no problem. Ronnie Stanley, the offensive tackle, goes to the Chargers at six. Not sure how I feel about that. Nonetheless, moving on. Joey Bosa, Drew Brees, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott at number nine. I'm going to read you 10 through 20 now. All All right, here we go. Number 10, Nick Bosa. Number 11, Carson Wentz. Number 12, Aaron Rodgers. 13 is Joe Burrow. 14, Tom Brady. 15, Drew Locke. 16, Matt Ryan. 17, Kyler Murray. 18, Teddy Bridgewater. 19, Jimmy Garoppolo. Number 20, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, and uh, 24, Khalil Mack. And for argument's sake, Michael Thomas, the first wide receiver, 22. ESPN knew I'd be watching this, and they knew that I would have a problem with this, so they did this on purpose. You're telling me that Dak Prescott is better than Carson Wentz. That's what you're telling me. The Dak Prescott is better than Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding me? Tom Brady? Matt Ryan? Christian McCaffrey? Now I know Dak Prescott's a quarterback, but I would take Christian McCaffrey starting my team over over Dak Prescott. The best at his position against the you know 12th, 13th, 14th best. Even though it's a quarterback, I would still take Christian McCaffrey. Call me crazy. But what? The only argument you have of putting Dak Prescott ahead of these guys is the age. You can say, and that's not even all of them, you can say, I know Aaron Rodgers is better than Dak Prescott, but we're drafting Dak Prescott because he's going to have more longevity. So, this just makes no sense to me. 
And it's clearly not that way because they have Dak, uh, Aaron Rodgers ranked at number 12. Tom Brady, 14. But they, clearly, this isn't how they ranked it. They just said, okay, for next year, for the next couple of years. <clears throat> I hate to say it. <clears throat> I feel like every episode, I take up half of the time talking about this. But here I am again saying to you, I don't understand why Dak Prescott is apparently the sixth best best quarterback, according to ESPN, when we have seen no results to show for it. We have seen Dak Prescott with Amari Cooper, with Ezekiel Elliott, with Jason Witten, with an amazing offensive line, not make the playoffs. Don't believe me? It happened last year. And put all the blame you want on Jason Garrett. Put it all on Jason Garrett. I guarantee you if Jason Garrett was coaching Patrick Mahomes on that team, we'd have a little different story. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Ro- Aaron Rodgers. I think we'd have a different story. I again I'm sorry to just keep hitting my head against a wall but this is just unbelievable unbelievable Again I'm going back to my top 10 list I don't have it right on me but I definitely have The first, the first five quarterbacks, Mahomes, Wilson, Jackson, Watson, and Breeze, they're ahead of Dak Prescott. Carson Wentz, ahead of him. Rodgers, way ahead. Brady, ahead. Matt Ryan, ahead, for sure. And then in that, and Matt Stafford, who's being shafted here because he's in Detroit and nobody watches him, he's at 28. Ryan Tannehill's ahead of Matthew Stafford. Come on. I gotta make an episode strictly about Matthew Stafford. Anyways, that's not the point here. Saying Dak Prescott is the sixth best NFL quarterback is an insult to Carson Wentz, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, probably Tua, who's at number thirty here, which is understandable because he hasn't played yet, but he's. I would I would take two over Dak Prescott. And and part of it it's got to be that he plays for the Cowboys. It has to be. Because when you play for the Cowboys, it's like you get a boost to to your how people perceive you and how, how talented you are. We've seen Dak Prescott in Jacksonville. He wouldn't be on this top. He wouldn't be on the top 32. Since since he's in Dallas, who hasn't won a championship in the past couple of decades, but is still somehow America's team, and whose fans 
claim every year they're going to win the Super Bowl, and half of the time they don't win the playoffs, and the other half they get bounced in the first round or the first game they play. This is what happens. Dak Prescott is not, should not be going number nine on this list. Come on, ESPN. Let's go. Get your head together. <sighs> okay. Now let him settle back down a little bit. Really quick to wrap things up here. You know, I could go on and on. Maybe I'll make my own 32 list sometime. Who knows? Now, I like the love they're showing to the offensive line position with Ronnie Stanley going number six overall. But it's not realistic that you take him over Breeze, Wentz, Rodgers, even Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack. It's just not realistic. And now, I will say the offensive line doesn't get near enough love and respect as it should, you know, from the fans. Obviously, within the within the NFL, they do. But we don't really see it, and they are an inaugural part. Inaugural. They are an, a crucial part to any team's offense. We see them in a bad offensive line, contude due to Deshaun Watson in Houston. We've seen what a bad offensive line can do to any quarterback in Miami the past couple of years. And by the way, if I had to put one offensive lineman in the top 32, I would either go Zach Martin or Quentin Nelson. Not not taking anything away from Ronnie Stanley. You know what? Maybe I will make a top 32 sometime. I'll do my own redraft. Anyways, I like the love they're showing to the offensive line, but probably not... Um, not this high and, and not ahead of guys like Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> Just not not like that. Thank you all for tuning in today. That was my reaction to ESPN's redraft. Uh, another episode coming your way later on today. Hope you all have a fabulous Wednesday. Until I see you again, stay safe out there.